And hello and welcome to today's show, Strategic Insights Radio, brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. is a full-service business consulting firm that provides business plan creation and review, marketing plans, marketing implementation, process automation, accounting, payroll processing, CRM design and implementation, and business technology strategy consulting and implementation. Yes, I did it. Today's show is hosted by (laughs) David Wilkins with Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. And we are continuing our show from last time, which I guess would be like a part two two. of the show. We were talking about financial statements and uh, we were going to start talking about cash flow statements on this show because we talked about the first two. Well, we, we, we got through the income statements. Great. Business or the balance sheet, we sort of got through real quick. I want to kind of refresh a little on that. Okay. Income statements, balance sheets, and then we'll do cash flow statements. Yeah. But before we back uh, jump back into the details, as a review, I have the really tough question. No, no I'm going to give you the tough You're question. You're going to give me the tough question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So here's, here's the, well, you could ask me the question, but it's so either way, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, we'll let you ask. Okay. It's your question. It's my question. As a, as a, uh, as a, you know, and as Mike, as you being, you know, a small business owner, uh, you know, these are the types of things that, uh, try to help you out too. Okay. So the question is how are financial statements, two types of energy is defined by physics and the movie Jerry Maguire and the most famous statement out of that movie all related. All right. Well, the most famous statement I think is show me the money. Right. And financial statements, of course, are all about money. Yep. The physics part throws me for a loop. Okay. All right. Real quick. So the two, two types of energy are static or potential energy and kinetic energy. That back to your old uh, high school physics class. Okay. All right. How does that relate? Well, the, how, this is how it relates. The balance sheet basically sh- says, what kind of money do you have and what kind of money do you owe? It's kind of, it's a static. So it's not moving, but it's as of a, a, a point in time. The income statement which is basically reflecting how you're making money and where you're spending your money. That's in motion. So that's more your kinetic energy or your, your uh, yeah, your kinetic energy. And then your cash flow, which is where the money is coming from and where it's going, again, in motion. So that's how you bring it all together. It's saying how, where, the, where the money comes from, where it goes, how you make it, how you spend it, and at the end of the day, what do you have left and what do you owe? For now on, I will be referring to you as Professor. <laughs> Your new name is Professor. All right, there we go. All right, so let's 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 jump back in. And of course, obviously, as I mentioned, you know, we we did talk a bit about uh, the balance sheet, but I want to explain a little bit more how it all relates. You know, we talked about the fact that there are the balance sheets broken down into various pieces. You know, you've got your current assets, your long-term assets and so forth. And you've got your, your, your fixed assets. You've also, you've got your, on the liability side, you've got the current liabilities, your long-term liabilities and your equity section. And really that's again, reflecting where the money is, what you owe, basically where the money's going to go at some point in time. Now, why is that important to know? Because you're Current assets basically reflect the money or, or the assets that you have you, that you can easily convert into cash within a year. And that's important because that's going to help you help uh, investors and bankers and so forth understand what the liquidity of the company is. 
your fixed assets, which is your long in the long-term assets, those are the ones that you're not going to be able to to convert to ca- to cash easily. Um, you know, you get into the issues, for example, within fixed asset. They're, those are the, your land, your building, your leasehold improvements, your equipment, things like that. Selling those takes time, and you're not looking to actually sell those until you're ready to either divest the business or <clears throat> want to replace them. So those are the the the, the assets you, you're going to keep for a long long period of time, hopefully for the duration of the business. Your other cash, your other assets such as your the cash value of life insurance, long term investment, and receivables from employees. Again, those are assets that you may be able to convert in a in a relatively short period of time, or again may take longer. But that gives you a way to understand, or somebody looking at the balance sheet looks how how the assets mix in terms of their ability to be converted into cash. Now, on the liability side, you've got your current liabilities, and those basically are your notes payable, your current maturity on long-term debt. And what I say current maturity on long-term debt, that's basically that portion of, say, your mortgage or your uh, long-term loans that's going to be paid over within the next 12 months. So it's, again, how you, what, where your money is going to go in the next 12 months is really important there. Your, account, your account's payable to your vendors, any accrued expenses and taxes. Um, you know, obviously, you, you end up having to pay your taxes pretty quickly. Governments don't like to keep that. You can, don't let you keep that very long. So, you know, those are all the, the ones you're going to pay fairly quickly. Uh, the long-term liabilities, these are those obligations, again, that are going to uh, be paid off in a longer period of time. For example, the mortgage on a building. You know, that's one that you typically pay over, oh, you know, 20 years, for example. You know, so what you're looking at in that first year, you'd look at it recognizing that 10, uh, one year, 12 months worth would be in your current liabilities. And then the balance of it, the other 19 years worth of that would be in your long-term liabilities. So again, it's helping helping any, helping the business owner as well as, uh, you know, anybody that you're looking to maybe invest in the business or loan money to the business, help them understand exactly what the, what the, what the cash position is. And the, and I say the liquidity. And for those people who may not know what liquidity means, you know, what liquidity means the word, the word liquid is in there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it's not what you drink. It's basically, it's like, it's like not okay, physics again. It's like, you know, converting ice into water. You know, you know, water is a whole lot easier to consume than ice is. And that's essentially the same type of thing as, is that think of it, think of it as cash, you know, that cash is the liquid. Yep. And so the changing, more liquid it is. Changing something into cash quickly. T- changing it into cash quickly. There you go. Yeah, See, you man. teach well, professor. Well, thank you. <laughs> and the last section, owner's equity. This is, this is made up of, depending upon how the organization is structured, whether it's a sole proprietor or a partnership or LLC, which is a limited liability company, or a uh, corporation, uh, you've got uh, the first part is the investment that's made into that company. And again, if you're a small business owner that is a sole proprietor, you put some of your own money or, or sweat equity, as it were, into the get the, get the business started. Um, if you're LLC, uh, again, it may be a combi- or partnership. Uh, again, it's probably a combination of sweat equity and money that's invested. 
and those are referred to as your partnership shares or your membership in an LLC. And then a corporation, that would be the stock, the money, the money that's been raised for the corporation through selling of stock. Then you've got your anything over and above that that was paid in, it's called paid in capital, which is any amount that comes in from investors and so forth that's over and above what they pay for the stock. And then you've got your retained earnings. And that's essentially the, the profits of the operate from the operations that are there's kept in the business to help fund future growth of the business. What's an example of paid in capital? Because money that comes into the company above and beyond the stock purchase, what would be an example of that? Well, there, there could be a, a, a situation where, say, for example, a stockholder or a member has their, their membership, but their stock was, say, a thousand shares at a dollar a share. You know, so that's essentially they put a thousand dollars into the business. They may, in fact, later on invest additional money. Say, for example, if the business needs an, an infusion of cash because it's just running short of cash in a, a given period of time, they may say that, that I'm willing to put more money into the business with the expectation ultimately that I will get it back. But it, they're not actually buying additional shares gotcha. in order to make that happen. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Good. All right. All right. So that's, so that's a recap of the balance sheet. The balance You sheet. wanted to kind of touch upon that again. So yep. now it's time. So let's go. Without further ado. Without further ado. Okay. The, the third type of financial statement is the cash flow statement. Right. Right. So now so think about it. What, what, what does cash flow sound like to you? Cash moving along. And that's pretty much it. Yep. And, and that's exactly what it is. It's coming in and it's going out. It, it, exactly. That's exactly right. And how does a cash flow statement differ from, an, uh, from the income statement? Because a lot of people don't quite understand all of that. And the difference really is that an income statement is focused on a specific aspect of the business, which is more the day-to-day operations of the business in the sense of how do you generate the revenues? How much money are you making doing whatever you're doing, whether you're performing a service, selling a product, you know, however, or in the case of a not-for-profit, how the money is being generated, whether it's grants, donations, things like that. And then balancing that off with how the money is spent, whether how much is spent for the cost of goods sold to produce the product or produce or provide the services. Uh, What are the operating expenses in terms of uh, rent and utilities and advertising, marketing, promotion, things like that. Uh, The things that help grow the business. So, that's what an income statement reflects on. Now, cash flow. The cash flow is really a much broader statement, and it provides a, a much broader perspective on how that company is doing regarding cash coming in and cash going out. Because there are really four different areas that are measured or four different phases of, of, of a business operation that are reflected in a cash flow statement. And those, those four areas start with the, cash, the net cash flow from operating activities. So this is the, this is the part of the, uh, that really reflects back to the income statement. Because again, you have so much money you're generating and so much money you're spending in, in running the business. So 
keep it real simple. Let's just say you, you generate $100,000 in revenue and you spend $90,000 in expenses and the, basically the rest of it, it expenses and the amounts that are paid out to say the owners, it might be dividends. It might be their, their, their annual distributions, whatever it happens to be salaries and so forth. There's $10,000 left that stays in the business. That reflects cash that's in the business that is from operations. Okay. Okay. Then we get into the net cash flow from investing activities. Now, this is an aspect of a business that a lot of small businesses don't have the luxury of being able to get involved in right away because essentially, unless they're in a, um, in a, in a, in a an investment-related type business, but then it gets tricky because that really more counts as uh, operating flow as opposed to investing flow. So investing is kind of that situation where if you've got, if a business has a lot of extra cash and they don't have a good way, at least for a short period of time, to, to, to either develop a new product or build a new factory or expand their factory to, to sell more product. So they have this idle cash. What, do they, what, do they, what can they do within a short period of time? Well, they can invest it. Might be in bonds for example, uh, or, or treasury notes or stock, you know, something that they can, they, they expect to, to get a, earn a return on of some sort. And it's typically, again, not, you know, for the most part, you're, you're not typically looking at long-term uh, investments in that area. But the whole idea here is that, the, that whether you make a gain or a loss on your investments, then that's money that's where some of your money, either additional money comes in or goes out. And in fact, it's actually going out in the sense when you make the investment and it comes back in when you get the return on the investment and so, or, or sell it. And that's, so that's where your, your the, the, the net from the investment side comes in. So again, it's all cash coming in, cash going out. Cash flow. Cash flow. Bingo. <clears throat> you, you pick up quickly. Yes. <laughs> Then you've got your cash flow from financing activities. <clears throat> now, what's the difference than investing? Well, the financing activities, which is this is where I would say most small businesses get involved at some point in time. This is where they go to the bank or their friends and borrow money to help them fund their business, help them grow their business. So this, is, this reflects that as well, that again, a, a certain amount is borrowed which is the cash coming in, and then payments are made on those loans. That's cash going out. That's cash going out. Whoa, this guy is getting good. <laughs> All right. Now, then we talk about the net change in cash and marketable securities. This is where it gets, where it kind of brings it all together. This is where you reflect the fact that you've got your cash from operations, your net cash from investments, your net cash from financing, you add those all together and that comes up with your ending cash balance. So you begin the year with, let's just say, $100,000, try to keep the math simple here, and your 
cash from operations, your net cash from oper- cash flow from operations is say $20,000 positive. That means that you're now you're up to $120,000 and you invest in say it's a, some bonds, but you don't re- earn any interest on it in that year because the interest payment on the bond, maybe a you know, annual interest payment, it doesn't come in that year, but you spend 10,000 on the bonds. Now you're down to $110,000. And then you've got your financing and maybe you borrowed $10,000 and spent it, say $500 or $5,000 worth. So you've got $5,000 coming in from that. So that takes you up to $115,000. You've gone from physics to mathematics. I know. Isn't that, yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, but it's all that. But that's what it's all about: is being able to track all those different aspects of it. Because you had hundred thousand to begin with, twenty thousand you gained from operations. You spent ten thousand on investments, so that's said hundred thousand plus twenty thousand minus ten thousand, and then you you had the net from your a net another net five thousand coming in from from the uh, financing. So that gets you end of the year. You're at $115,000. Just like back in, back in grade school, remember when you start out with five apples and you gave two to, to Johnny and Sarah gave you three more? You know, how many apples did you have at the end? So that's your ending <laughs> apple balance. Yeah, it's your ending apple balance. Your ending there cash you. balance in this case. <laughs> exactly. See how it all ties together? <laughs> all those things you learned in school that you said, so how, how am I ever going to apply this? All right, so so we've got a financial statement. That's kind of what a financial statement is. Exactly. Why, why do I need it? What are these used for? Okay, this this is where it gets fun because that's, in, in reality, they're used for a lot of different reasons. And that goes back to what we talked about before. How many people that you touch or how many businesses you touch uh, really need financial information about your business, either, to, to, either because they're a, somebody you're looking to borrow from or perhaps want to become a, uh, a customer of, and they're looking to see if, if you're financially capable of being set up on a credit account for them. You've got the, the whole situation, government for taxes. They're going to want to know. Uh, you have to account for it that way. Reconcile your book and your tax income, for example. Um, so there's a lot of different things that that it goes on, that they're, they're used for externally. Now, as a business owner, the question is, and it's back to the movie, show me the money. How do I know how well my company is doing? Or how, much, well, how, how well is my not-for-profit doing? I need to have something that's objective, a measurable, a measurable or a objective way of measuring the business. And that's really where the financial statements come into play. So let's, let's look at it a little bit more specifically. Uh, for example, an income statement shows how well your company is doing over time. It measures your profitability. And this is one of those situations where you look at it from a comparative standpoint, comparing one year to the next or, or, or over several years to see if there's a trend. If you're becoming more profitable, less profitable, um, and so forth. So if you're if you're more profitable, what does that say? It says you're probably doing something right. And if you're if it's less profitable, then it's got to figure out okay why is it less profitable? Is it is it because I'm 
my sales are down or my expenses are up or, or a combination of the two. So it helps you understand exactly where your business is going and how it's, and how it's performing over a period of time. And then you can, you can make, uh, you know, if you need to make some corrective actions, you can, you can figure out where those corrective actions need to be made. Can I bring anatomy into it now? You may. It's like the, it's like knowing the pulse of your business. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You can use that. (laughs) But you're right. It is. It is. It is exactly. It's the pulse of the business. Our producer's going nuts right now. Oh, that's right. He's getting a whole, you know, we just need to hit geometry and then we'll be in geography and American history and we'll have covered everything, Professor. Oh, we we, we probably could. We'll we'll save that for another show. All right. Okay, good. Now, the other thing that the income statement helps you do, and this is important, and I think this is one of the biggest mistakes most small businesses make, is they don't prepare a budget at the beginning of the year. And that budget really can help them manage on a week-to-week, month-to-month basis. And why is that important? Well, again, as we talked about in the first case, you've got a situation where over, over a long period of time, you can identify trends. But if you establish a budget, which is essentially saying, this is how much I expect to make based upon the, my, my, my plans for how do I generate revenue, and this is how much I plan to spend, based upon that level of revenue, then on a week-to-week, month-to-month basis, depending upon how detailed you set your budget, you can, you can be tracking along through the year, throughout the year, to get essentially uh, understand where you are, how well you're doing. And that's, I think, again, where a lot of small businesses fail to, to do those budgets. You know, they don't really know where they stand relative to where they're where they should be uh, because they've never really sat down and, uh, and, and, and laid it out. So it almost kind of falls into the old saying, you know, <clears throat> you know, either failing to, you know, f- failing to plan is planning to fail. And that's, that's where, that's where a lot of small businesses run into trouble. Now, I mean, we talked about the uh, investors, you know, your investors, your lenders, uh, your vendors, they all want to know how your company's doing. So again, they want to check that pulse. You know, is this, is this a nice, strong beating heart here that we're, we're dealing with? Because uh, if it is, then we're, yeah, we're willing to give you money. And if not, mm, probably not. You know, the old, the old saying is, you know, bankers are, are more than happy to, to loan you money when you really don't need it. And that's, and, and, and again, that the, the financial statements help them make that assessment. Now, the limitations with income statements, however, is that it, they don't show you the overall condition of the business in the sense of where your money is and where your money is going is, is to be going. And that's, that's, that's where the balance sheet comes into play. So you have to be looking at that as well. And again, back to what we were talking about, where does the cash, how much cash can, or how much uh, can you convert, how much of your business can you convert into cash in one year in order to maintain the liquidity that's needed? And that varies from t- industry to industry. You know, businesses in certain industries need to be far more liquid than other, uh, other industries. So it can't, it's, it's not a absolute. There's a lot of industry-specific 
information we get into. And that's a whole thing about ratio analysis, which we'll talk about. And, and then the other thing that you use the, the balance sheet for is helping to understand what the valuation of the company is. Now, it's not the exclusive because value, business valuation is an incredibly complex and, and challenging area for a lot of people. Um, but in, in a very simple level, you can kind of get a sense of what the, what the value of the business is simply, for, simply by understanding what the difference is between your assets and your liabilities. Because whatever's left over is essentially what the net, what they say the net book value of, would be of the, of the company. When it comes to the cash flow statement, the cash flow, again, goes back to, it's another way of measuring the pulse, if you will. One is, uh, you know, the, the income statement, maybe that's your, uh, your uh, stethoscope listening to the beating heart and the cash flow might be the uh, EKG or something like that, far more sophisticated. And, you know, but it's basically what it, it's really reflecting is, again, all of the ways helping you measure uh, when you're receiving money, when you're, when you're spending money, how you're doing it, and the timing of it, where it comes into play so that you can really understand overall, is the cash flow adequate to support your plans for expansion or servicing debt or paying out dividends to your investors? Uh, you know, all, these are all the aspects that, that come into play to help you me- understand how to actually um, how well your company's doing and what you can do and how you can plan that next, those next steps. And then that really uh, ties, ties them all together because with the three, again, you understand how you're making your money, where you're spending the money, where that money then ends up in the business at any time. And it's where the, in the, in the sense of the, ba- the balance sheet, the assets and the liabilities. and how you're, how you're using that money, where you, how you're obtaining the money and then how you're using it. So that's when you understand all that, which again, doesn't happen, doesn't happen overnight. It takes time and, and you probably need some professional advice, maybe from your accountant or a bookkeeping firm. They can help you certainly in, in recommendations in, in those areas, but that's, that's really where where the real value comes in to, to uh, the financial statements. All right. So in the first show and in this show, so part one and part two, you've talked about the financial statements, the three types of financial statements. Right. Uh, income statements, balance sheet. And then today you really uh, uh, got a, went on uh, cash flow statements and talked about that. Then you just explained why we need to have all these. You, you, you got to have these for, for all these reasons. All right. So I know there's some other things that you want to talk about, financial statement ratios and calculations. Do you want to do that now? Do you want to save that for the next show? Maybe part three. That would be the next show because it takes, it's going to take a while to go through all of those. So, all right. uh, but I, you know, so you got the basics. So yes. First two shows, you got the basics down, what they are and why you need them. That's exactly right. And if you understand that, then the, then the ratios will start making a whole lot more sense. Yeah. Cause you start talking about ratios and calculations. Now you're going to start, uh Oh, this sounds like it's a little bit more complex. Oh, it is. It oh, is. Goodness. It is. This is. This is like now you're trying to figure out. Okay, how do I use all this information I've got to actually run my business, or how these people use it? So okay. So this is how he says. Now, wh- now I got the money. Now I got the numbers. What do I do with it? That's pretty important stuff. Oh yeah. 
All right. For those that want to find out more about uh, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp, uh, whether it's uh, to help with a business plan or ask questions about this or all, or the consult- consultations that you guys do, all that kind of stuff, how can they find out more about uh, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp? Yes. You can find out a lot more about Sterling Rose Consulting Corp because you can go to our website at www.sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com or contact us at 678-996-1312. Or info at sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. All right, Professor David, thank you very much. He's David Wilkins with Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. I'm Mike Salmon. And this has been uh, part two, talking about all these financial statements. And we'll see you soon on part three here on Business Radio X.